Hey everybody, this is Jay, and I am here once again with our fantasy football podcast for the week. And this week I have a special guest, one of my best friends, and one of the very best fantasy football players I know. The dude knows a lot about football, and he's a great player. You're going to find out why as we're talking about his record in our league. And that is, everybody, big hand for Mark Finefield, the owner of Mark's Majestic Marauders. The only 3-0 team in our entire league, leading the league in both points and also record. Mark, welcome to the podcast. How are you? I'm doing good. Thanks, Jay. Cool. You've, have you ever been on a podcast before? No. Yours is the first one I've ever listened to. So not only have you not been on... So this is a quick rise, the rise of Mark, the first one he's ever listened to and also the first one he's ever been on. And, you know, you guys, last week I did it a little differently. I did the recaps myself and then I introduced Sarah at halftime, but I'm going to try a little different this week and have Mark join me for the recap. I think it'll be a little more interesting. So we both got the games pulled up and we're just going to kind of run down through the games. And as usual, we're going to start with uh, my own game, the Jay Bronies this week versus the Eye of Jansen. Mark? I was able to do it on Monday night. It was a close match. I pulled it out at the last moment, was able to uh, hold off the eye of Jansen, and I beat Marshall 119 to 116.5, gave Marshall his first loss. I was shocked that I won this game. And the main reason that I was shocked that I won this game was because I have the worst quarterback that's ever quarterbacked in the NFL, Justin yeah. Fields. I dropped him like it's hot. He was terrible, Mark. How how did yeah. I wind up with Justin Fields? Yeah, well, he had the there was a lot of preseason hype about how he, his athleticism and you know him being with the ball, moving up and down the field, being a dual threat, run and pass, but uh, hadn't worked out. The offensive line has been terrible for him, and oh, he doesn't been, look that was, great back there. No, he looks terrible. And it was it was bad. I was yelling at the TV. Of course, they were playing the Chiefs, who is my favorite team. And the Chiefs have Patrick Mahomes. And that is Marshall's quarterback. And so every time Marshall's quarterback would come out, he would just wreck the field. And, you know, they beat the Chicago Bears 41 to 10. It actually was not even that close. Yeah, but the interesting thing is that Mahomes really, I mean, it, he was a manager in that game. He really wasn't the superstar since he only hit his projection. So it wasn't like he blew up. That's right. Yeah, which is lucky for me because I only won by two and a half points. You know, the other thing that happened in that game is my wide receiver, Mike Williams, who they ought to call Glass Cannon Williams. He gets hurt every time he takes the field, destroyed his knee out for the season. Uh, he got me 21 and a half points, so I'm happy about that, but had to drop him also because he's he's gone now for the season. Um, I had a great performance from Buffalo. The Buffalo defense uh, in a 37 to three win against the Redskins. I'm sorry, the Commanders. Commanders. I'm still having a hard time that uh, they're not the Washington Redskins. It's the Washington yep. Commanders. So a 37-3 to win, and, and Buffalo got 32 points. I think there was only one other team who's beaten that uh, score on defense. Which team was that, Mark? Um, was that the... I'm not sure who that was. I think it was you. I think it was the Dallas was Cowboys. Me? Oh, yeah, the Cowboys yeah. week one. Yeah, yeah, yep. that was that was a... That was a very surprising result for them. I didn't really expect that the first week of the season, but, you know... It, Giants are, they looked uh, great. They looked they great. Did. They did. And then, you know, of course, they the other thing this week. <laughs> they did. And I, I know we're spending a lot of time on this game, but the other thing I want to mention is if you take a look at Marshall's bench, Marshall had uh, 75 points sitting on the bench this week because he had Kirk Cousins, the Minnesota quarterback, 26 points for Cousins. When you've got Cousins, who's having a great season so far, and you also have Mahomes, 
I mean, that's a pretty that's a pretty good uh, duo. And then he yeah. also has uh, this uh, a canny, a canny, a chain. Is that how you say it? A canny. Devon A chain. Oh, A chain. Oh, I would have never guessed that. The the Miami yeah. Dolphins running back who got forty nine points on their seventy to twenty whipping of the Denver Broncos. So uh, A chain got got forty nine points with four touchdowns. He had let's see, I think it was two receiving and two rushing touchdowns. Yep. And yep. 200 yards. Uh, just insane. Like, what a what a crazy game that was. Yep. Did and, you get I mean, to catch that one? I did not. I missed it. But, uh, yeah, the uh, that was incredible. You don't expect 70 points. In fact, the Dolphins t- took the foot off the pedal. They could have had the NFL record because 73. Yeah. Yeah, actually- I saw they took a knee instead of kicking the field goal. Yeah, at the, at the end of that game. Yep. All right, well, let's go on to the next game. Uh, the second game this week, which was uh, the Honold Wraiths against the Nifty Swifties. Uh, Sarah's team, the Nifty Swifties, they were able to pull it out with 127 points to 117. This was a pretty close game, and both teams look very evenly matched to me. And, you know, the players, they each had a lot of good players. Lamar Jackson for Baltimore, uh, 28 points against Josh Allen, Sarah's quarterback with uh, 21 points. Uh, again, the Buffalo Bills playing the, the Washington Commanders. Um, they also, uh, who is it? Uh, Kenneth Walker, the third for the Seahawks, yep. not a great team, but he, he did a great job with 28 points. What, what happened in that game, Mark? I didn't catch that one. Um, uh, well, I th- I th- that one was really a grinding. It wasn't the, there wasn't a lot of scoring early in that game, but it, uh, but you're also starting to see the teams are starting to settle in and they're starting to, you know, focus in on their best players. And that's what Kenneth Walker has become for Seattle being the, you know, you, you don't know those first two weeks. They do a lot of load sharing with the running backs. And once they find the guy that can carry the load, they tend to go back and back to him often. So Mr. Walker had a. Yeah, game. we will see that happen. And of course, uh, Todd and Justin, I don't know which one of them is really running the game, but, you know, bad luck for them losing Nick Chubb uh, yeah. running back for the Cleveland Browns. Uh, that was sad. I like Nick Chubb. I think he's a good a good player, yep. but his knee is out and he's gone for the season. So that's a so, bummer for the Honolulu. So they, they did say that his, uh, he didn't actually tear his ACL, that it was just stretched. Yeah, I saw today they thought it was just his MCL. MCL. That he might be back in time for the playoffs. If yeah, Cleveland. you know, I'm a doctor. <laughs> I know. And I can, I can tell you that an MCL is not as bad as an ACL. That's what I learned in med school. But I bet right. he'll be out for a while. I, I bet yeah, he'll miss uh, yeah. most, if not all the season. Yep. Yep. The surprise yeah. player I see on this bench is the Detroit Detroit tight end, Sam Laporta, which I wasn't I wasn't expecting much, but he's been a surprise for me. But got him sitting on the bench. With uh, yeah, I don't I don't know that player at all. Um, yeah. He's on the bench with 18 for Sarah. So you think yep. she should play him again? Uh, it depends on matchup. And a lot, a lot of times tight ends, it really depends on matchup. So but yeah, he's been he's been good the last two weeks. So beating his beating his projections. But uh you know, the, the tight ends drop off pretty quickly after the top two or three in the league. And then, it you know. Yeah, she had Fryermuth, And I know she was yeah. watching that Pittsburgh game against the uh, Raiders. And she was just really hooping and hollering. I, I was downstairs working and I could hear her yelling at the TV <laughs> when Fryermuth got his touchdown. She loves the Steelers. Uh, she calls it smash mouth football. That's always, always what she wants to say yeah. about the Steelers. And she thinks Fryermuth is a great player. So let's uh, let's go on to the third game of the week. That would be um, Jeff's Wildcats against Seventh Level Dwarf. You know, so that is Jeff, the, the battle of the Jeffs, Jeff Fleeg against Jeff Hyatt. And what I want to say yeah. about this game is, you know, for everybody who's playing that's new to fantasy football, I know we got a few new players 
this is really typical of what you see, which, you know, Jeff's team in week one, I think had 59 points or something like that. Jeff Fleeg's team. Yep, and this yep. week, his team had 147. Um, and it seems like his team is starting to pick up steam and firing on all cylinders. He had great performances from Dak Prescott, the Dallas Cowboys quarterback, even though they lost. He's looking great this year. Um, another player, uh, Raheem Mostert, who's one that I yep. don't really know, but the running back for Miami also had four touchdowns in that right. whipping of uh, the Denver Broncos and Devonte Adams, the Vegas, um, the Vegas wide receiver who again, in a loss still was able to score 36 points, pretty strong team this week from Jeff's wildcats. What do you think of that? Yeah. Jeff, uh, Mark? Yep. Well, the Devonte Adams, once again, you, you see the star player coming to the top with the Las Vegas Devonte, and then Raheem, it's just, they, they had a, a two headed monster there in the backfield and they were without their second best wide receiver in Miami. Cause uh, Jalen Waddle wasn't playing. And between Hill and Mostert and uh, um, A Chain, they were they were good in all facets. So uh, forty one, you know, yeah, they tore 80, it up. Almost, that was almost eighty, almost over half his points from two guys. And and you know, yes. Jeff, the seventh level dwarf, Mister Hyatt, still had hit thirty five points out of Keenan Allen. Another, you know, you know, once again, the man in in the Chargers team, and two hundred fifteen yards receiving is amazing. Yeah, that's a that's a great game. And the Chargers, again, not a great team. Right. Um, and uh, they did win against the Vikings. But, you know, you saw in this game that the Chargers aren't that great, but they had a 35 point player. The Vikings lost. They're not that great, but they've got Cousins, who was what we say, a 35 point player. Yep. Uh, that's kind of part of the fun of fantasy football is you get to watch these players have great performances, even when their teams aren't so good. Of course, seventh level dwarf Jeff Hyatt also has uh, Travis Kelsey. Man, I love that guy. Uh, I guess you saw the news this weekend that Kelsey was at the game with uh, his sweetie, Taylor Swift, yep. which was yep. the NFL headline of the week, I think. Apparently. And they were they were posting about, you know, explaining to, to Swifty fans how football works. So, yeah. Well, I think that's great. Get a few more people on board. I think that football fans can enjoy Taylor Swift because she's awesome. And yep. Taylor Swift fans can enjoy football because it is also awesome. I find it interesting that this is. So let's go. Of- of of two great quarterbacks and picking the wrong one for Mr. Hyatt because <laughs> he has Tua on. Oh his yeah, back. yeah, yeah. Tua, I mean, <laughs> that just that makes you sick, doesn't it? When yeah, you see that and you're like, oh my gosh, the guy had the game of his career and I benched him this week. But it happens. Yeah. That's what happens. Yeah. yeah. Again, that's the uh, the fun, I guess, air quote right. fun of fantasy fun. football. Yeah. Yeah. All right, and then we move on to uh, your team, Mark's Majestic Marauders, going to 3-0 and against poor Libby. Um, Libby's Garden Hose at 0-3. Um, you know, Mark, your team is just, it, it's a solid team. you got a lot of great players. Who are you most excited about on this team this year? Well, from having the, the number one running back, Bijan, even though he didn't have a great week, you know, but solid, you know, he's going to be the stud in Atlanta. Uh, Herbert for the the Chargers, like you said, not not having a great season so far, but he's just so consistent for them. He's he's becoming a veteran. He doesn't really you know screw up. He's more of a game manager, and, but you know twenty nine points. And then Tyree Kill down in Miami, I, I think he was the low scorer of the of the four four players for Miami, and he still had twenty five points. So. Yeah, I mean, uh, he really was kind of, uh, he was sitting kind of still this week with uh, only nine receptions for 157 yards and one touchdown. He's got to step it up if he wants to keep up with those other Miami players. Right, and they're going to get Waddle back this week, so he's going to have four guys he's fighting with. So, 
for points. That Miami team, I th- I think they could go a long way. They're looking pretty well, sharp this year. If if they really have figured out a way to protect Tua, and if he's gotten smarter about you know not leading with his head, you're right. They're going to go a long way. Yep. Now on the other side of the ball, we got Libby's Garden Hose. You know her team looks great on paper, and I really yep. feel like this team is going to pick it up. She's got Trevor Lawrence who. I think he's a really like a sleeper quarterback. I think he's a great quarterback. I've mentioned that in the other podcasts. Um, she's got Mark Andrews, who's the second best tight end in the league. He's been kind of underperforming a little bit so far this year. She's got Harrison Butker, you know, a kicker on yeah. a very high scoring Kansas City Chiefs team. She's got the Baltimore defense. She's got a good team. Right. I think just the uh, the points have not fallen her way so far this year. Yeah, it's cons- the you, problem with fantasy football. Consistency doesn't beat variance. You, you get those. You know, the guy that only scores 40 points one week, but he's the one that gets you that win. It, it, it's really strange. Yep. And then, you know, Libby's also got Waddle on the bench from Miami, um, who is hurt. She's got Austin Eckler, who continues to be hurt. Yep. I think when Eckler comes back, which will be any week now, maybe this week, yep, maybe this I think week. they have a bye next week. And uh, but uh, if they once once she gets him back on the field, I, you know. Again, you're right. Variance matters a lot. And the winning team in fantasy football often has a record that's barely winning. Like we flip wins back and forth a lot in fantasy yep. football. And so she's she's probably going to win a few and, uh, you know, make a run. You only have to finish in the top four to get in the playoffs. And so, yep. you know, it's very, very possible, even with three losses, especially in a league with eight teams. It's a one year, one year and done league, you know, when everybody starts pretty much. Even. Yes. Yep. Yep. All right. Well, that's the games from last week. And uh, before we get into predictions for next week, I wanted to just ask you a couple of quick questions. Do you, sure. um, can you tell us a little bit, like you've been doing fantasy football for a long time and I want you to tell me about the first fantasy football league that you put together and how it's different today compared to then. I, I think there were some major differences. Yeah, just a few. Uh, the first league I ever did was in uh, 1990. Uh, there were the guys at work. I worked at McDonnell Douglas, and there was a guy at the office who had uh, been in a fantasy league, and I heard about it. And I had I had uh, joined a fantasy baseball league the year before in the spring, so I did fantasy football in the fall, and everything was done on paper. the The rules for the league were written on the front and back of one piece of paper. Uh, you had to get all your stats by hand out of the post dispatch every Monday. I'd go spend a quarter on the post-dispatch and at lunchtime I'd go through all the box scores for all the games and uh, do all the stats for all the teams at my, during my lunch break. And uh, depending on how late the Sunday night game went, the stats may or may not be in there. So you have to wait till Tuesday to get the rest. And then Monday night football would go late. You'd have to wait till Wednesday to see it in the paper because there was no internet to go look at, no, um, no uh, sites to go find things. So you had to wait for the paper. And uh, we had a rule in the league that if you didn't agree with what was in the post-dispatch, you had to go find two other sources to contradict it. So back in the day, we had USA Today and the sporting news here in town, and people would have to go look at the mm-hmm. football stats in there to see what was different. Um, we didn't uh, – waivers were done. You would pass the waiver sheet around each person in the office throughout the week of who could get to pick up waivers. Um we had very different scoring in those days. Uh, no, no fractional scoring. Everything was whole points. Um, sure. And back in those days, a quarterback had to throw for 200 yards before he got any points for throwing for yardage. 
So you got zero points for zero to 200 yards. And if you threw more than 200 yards passing, you got six points. Plus you got one point for every or two points for every 50 yards you threw beyond that. And the same thing for running backs. They had to get at least 50 yards rushing before you even got to score them for rushing. And um, yeah, and I think ours are like one point per 10 yards or something like that for both uh, rushing and receiving. Maybe one point for 20 for receiving, I believe. Yes, one for 25. So, yeah. So for 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 passing is one point for every 25 yards passing. It's one point for every 10 yards receiving or rushing. So, yeah, there was in when our first league, it was defenses were the defenses and quarterbacks in our first league were the most had scored the most points because when somebody wrote the rule sheet, they screwed up and put punt returns and kickoff returns as part of defensive scoring. So every time the Kansas city chiefs ran a punt back in the nineties, I got points. <laughs> oh, Which oh they did yeah. Lot. They had Tamar Vanover back then. <laughs> yes, and they, yes. they had a few games that they won. Thanks to good old Vanover. I, yes. I loved watching him. Um, I, I scored a lot of points. And later of they had the other guy. What was that dude's name? Uh, he was the joystick. They called him. Um, but I can't remember his name. We'll have to look uh, that up and yeah, talk about it next time. But yeah, it draws a blank. They had, they had a couple of really good, good returners. Yeah. Well, I, things have changed a bit yes, a uh, bit. with fantasy football, with everything on computers and so on and, and all that scoring by hand. But uh, glad to have you around, Mark. Glad to have you um, helping us in this league and, you know, it's a lot of fun to play with you. It's always a lot of fun to just do just about everything with you. I, I really uh, just enjoy your company. So I'm, well, I'm really glad you're in our league. We're running a little long. So let's okay. look at next week's games and let's um, let's just very quickly spin through and talk about what we see and uh, who we think is going to win. So the first one that I've got here is me, the Jay Bronies against Libby's Garden Hose. Um, Yahoo says that I'm going to win barely 102.71 to 101.05. I feel like this is Libby's week and I'm going to go, I'm going to say that Libby is going to win this one. I think that uh, my team is down a little bit. I got rid of Jordan. Um, I, I picked up, well, I picked up uh, uh, Stroud from the Houston yeah. uh, Texans because he's had a couple of good weeks. And I also got his top wide receiver tank Dell. I started tank. I couldn't quite bring myself to start Stroud this week. I got Geno Smith against the giants. Mm-hmm. feel like that might be a better choice, but, yep. but I think Libby's got it. What do you think about this game, Mark? Well, it all comes down to injuries, I think. If uh, if Waddle and Eckler are back for Libby, I see more consistency on her side. And you're, same for you if Barkley is uh, is available. So I don't know how bad his injury is. Um, the uh, Yeah, he's got a high ankle sprain. So I, yeah, I feel that, like he's going to yeah, be out another week. I'm hoping yeah, he's could, back. but that could, be, that could be tough. Those are tough to – the uh, yeah. guy from Detroit, Gibbs, on your bench – is a, a decent backup, but uh, that puts you on the underside, the scoring. So yeah, it depends on the, depends on how, I mean, yeah. Waddle should be back and Eckler. I don't think, uh, I think he should be back this week as well. All right. Well, I'm looking at a loss, I think there. So we'll, yeah. we'll see how that I, goes. I think, okay. I think second Libby, game is seventh level. Go ahead. Sorry. I just think, I think I agree with you. I think Libby's due. So. Yeah. Yeah. I think so too. All right. Next we got Jeff high at seventh level dwarf against uh, Sarah, the nifty Swifties. Yahoo saying that uh, that's going to be another close one, 103, well, 102.98 on Jeff's side to 105.26 on Sarah's side. Uh, You know, gosh, this is a tough one. I, I, you know, uh, Sarah's got Josh Allen. He's playing really well. Jeff's got Jalen Hurts also playing really well. Um, They both got pretty good matchups. Hurts against uh, uh, Hurts against uh, the Commanders and Allen against Miami. The Miami defense is not 
fantastic. So um, I don't know. What do you think of this one? I think I think like the, I think uh, Sarah's the J- Josh Allen's potential is a lot higher. That could be a real shootout between Buffalo and Miami, which I'm concerned. You know, Jeff's leaving Tua on you, his bench. You're going again. with Sarah. Yeah, I'm going with Sarah. I think just on that that the big points she can get out of Josh Allen. You know, if if Jeff starts Tua, he will get like nine points this week. Of course, like that's of course. just the way it Buffalo's goes. defense will show up. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Okay. Game number three. Uh, game number three. We've got uh, the Eye of Jansen, Marshall's team against Jeff's Wildcats, Jeff Fleeg. Um, Jansen, of course, again with uh, Patrick Mahomes, uh, A-Chain. He's got Nakua, who he's really been hot on, and the Kansas City defense. Uh, Jeff's Wildcats, Josh Burrow has not had a great season, but, you um, know, it's kind of due. C.D. Lamb, Devontae Adams, the Cincinnati defense. This one, Yahoo says Jansen, 101.52. Jeff's Wildcats, 102.22. So a lot of close games this week. Yeah. I'm going to go with, I don't know. I I don't know. What do you think? You answer first, then I'll answer. I, I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with I have Jansen. I'm going go with Marshall just because of Mahomes. All right. I'll go with Jeff just so that it can be balanced. We'll say, <laughs> uh, we'll say Jeff's going to win that one. Plus, plus, uh, yeah, yeah. Mahomes. Mm, no, no, no that I didn't see the matchup against the Jets. That might be a little tougher. But yeah, I'm still going to stick with with Dye of Jansen. Yeah, could be. All right, and then finally we got your game, Mark. Uh, Mark's Majestic Marauders uh, hosting the Honold Wraiths. Uh, Yahoo yeah. says you're going to have 104.48 points, and the Honold Wraiths are going to have 97.79. I mean, by Yahoo standards, that's a blowout. Yeah, um, yeah. You with a 57% chance of winning. Uh, what do you think is going to happen in this one? Uh, well, I hope I hope I carry on my consistency here. Uh, I haven't been, you know. The first week I had a lot of a big blowout, but the last two weeks have been, you know, pretty much just a few, you know, 20 points above average. But uh, the uh, I don't see anything that's really I mean, not, nobody's hurt. I'm hoping to, if I get through the first four weeks in really good shape, get me Mr. Jonathan Taylor back for week five. But uh, it looks uh, looks like I have a good shot. But you never know. You never know. Yeah, I think so. I think so, too. I think you got this one. I think you're going to go to four and oh um on the season so we'll see we'll see how it goes everybody don't forget your starters what's the thursday game tomorrow mark uh let's see that would be the we're both uh, pulling it up green bay versus detroit oh the old black and blue division all right (laughs) so green bay and detroit if you've got uh who all if you've got Goff, if you've got um yeah i'm not i'm not not starting jordan love so i got i'm playing herbert again no so all right, I haven't, I haven't quite. Well, don't forget luck. tomorrow, seven o'clock. Get those starters in by then. Good luck, everybody, this week. Uh, we ran just a little bit long this week, but that's because Mark is awesome, and uh, I, I don't regret a single second. I'm not even going to edit out one word of this entire podcast. You guys can just listen for 23 minutes and four seconds, and that'll just be the way it is. So, Mark, thanks for being on. I appreciate it. Congrats on your first podcast. Listening and. Appearing. All right, see you next week. Enjoy football.